following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And like we say every week, great show, great guests, great comments, great topics. Um, today our topic going to be, we'll talk about the NCAA, AA basketball, men's basketball team, how the tournament going. We'll talk about that one team that everybody thinks is going to beat everybody, Kentucky, go undefeated. And then also we're going to get into some NFL free agency where some of the players, um, teams, they are, the new teams they're playing for and, you know, see how, get a team on how they, um, do for that team, how well they fit in. Uh, will it be a good plug for that team, or this team just trying to sell tickets, getting big name people in? Um, one of those things, you know. Then we might get a chance if we have time to talk about a little NBA. Um, it was all coming down to the playoffs, and um, actually, right now, you know, I think everybody at the spot that they want to be in, they can't move up or move down. Really, you know, you have your team set. So, basically now they're just keeping, you know, the players not from getting injured so they're available for the playoffs. As we say, you know, when the playoffs start, it's a different team than what you see in the regular season. So, that's what we got planned today. Um, fortunately, my guess is um, I'm going to call in in a little bit. Hopefully, but if not, you know, we just do the show as we do it, you know, we talk, make it about it. I just want to start off with uh, NCA. You know, we almost had the upset with Kentucky. Everybody thinking they're going to go undefeated. You know, um, they had a scare with Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame, um, as you've seen the game, you know, um, those type of teams when they get in there. Um, when you when you get the game in hand, you got to keep it in hand. You know, for a team like Kentucky, you know, they had them there. And you just got to keep striking at them, you know, and that's how you win the game. You let a team like Kentucky with all those talented players find a little itch to win the game, and then, you know, that momentum, that little momentum, that two seconds could change it, and that's how they lost, you know. They had them the whole game, you know. They were leading. Um, the score changed back and forth to lead, you know, but then, you know, games like that with Kentucky, you're not going to blow them out. You know, you just want to try and stay close close um, to the end of the game and that's where you know one of the teams going to either show a weakness or make a mistake a turnover or something that, in a way that you know that would give you that little edge to win the game and when you get that you got to take it 
Kentucky, a great team, you know, a lot of freshmen. You know, Kentucky, that team where players come in, they play one, and they dunk. You know, go to the NBA, become these great stars. So, you know, these guys are already looking to go to the NBA. You know, they're not looking to return next year. Like some schools, like Notre Dame, most of the guys there, you know, go four years, um, finish out their schooling and get their degrees. You know, Kentucky players go one. NBA and most of them come back, you know, finish their degree while they're NBA, which is real good. But their main focus is to get to that NBA as fast as they can to make that money, which is nothing wrong with that. So, you know, um, the other teams over there, we got it on Wisconsin, playing great. You know, it's surprised a lot of teams, you know. Uh, Wisconsin always been in there, you know. Years and years they had great teams, great players. Even with their football team, you know, that's good. They produce great athletes and um, kids, you know, from the classrooms to, you know, to the playground. Um, the great scholars, you know, you never hear anybody really getting in trouble with Wisconsin, the players or doing anything that, you know, making the news. So uh, that's a scholar school, which is, you know, upper class, you know. Uh, winner, uh Program is great. They bring in them. Most of their players, like you say, you see them play three or four years. Um, get that chance in the NBA or NFL. They go, you know, they don't jump to one year now. So I could see, um, I'm thinking West Wisconsin and Kentucky in there. You know, a lot of people say, you know, uh, Kentucky will win it all like that. But um, the Dane gave them a skin. I think they can be beat. I mean, anybody can be beat. But I just don't think they're going to be that team out that since 19, I think, 77 went undefeated and won a championship. I think that was the last time, you know, my numbers ain't right right now. But uh, further than that, you know, it hasn't been a good tournament, you know. Uh, great, you know, games. You know, some decided at the last few seconds. Some didn't blow out. You know, I guess everybody in the bracket is out of whack except for, you know, they got Kentucky in there. You know, everybody in Kentucky, you know, he was the president, you know, Bracken was out of whack after the first game, start of the tournament. So, uh, other than that, you know, um, turn on great. Um, you just going to have to see, you know, where it goes um, and see what teams crown, you know, the championship we get this year. We get tired of those things, same old team, Kentucky, North Carolina, um, Duke. All these teams, you know, Duke still has been the same old championship. You always want to get a different school in there. You know, but hey, they keep getting them five scholar athletes, so they're going to keep winning. You know, if you keep getting the best athletes. You know, but hopefully one day these schools, you know, start getting these athletes and changing it around where, you know, not just those teams winning it every year and having a great record. You know, I think every kid is a great athlete, even just to make the team, so. Get out there, play your heart as you can be one of those teams like a Kentucky or a Duke. But, you know, Duke is always in there, you know. They still get some good players because of the name of the school, always on TV a lot. And, you know, the academic, you know, thing is real good there. Um, at least you get a degree there, you're going to come out with a great job. So, you know, just to say you went to Duke is a plus. So, we'll see how those schools do. NCAA uh, tournament is there and all. Uh, all of Wyoming was in there, which is good. 
Um, they lost the first round, but at least they're getting up there like that to make it into the tournament, you know. Um, and now they're starting to best recruit, better recruit, you know, and then they'll go a little further in the NCAA, you know, and getting them more. So that'll be good. But, you know, um, instead, you know, let's talk a little about uh, NBA. We could do that. NBA. Uh, coming down to the playoffs these last few weeks, you know, games. You know, a lot of teams don't want to injure their best players, so they sit in the mouth. And you're starting to hear the fans get a little upset because you paid your money for season tickets or pay a ticket to come in a game. And you expect them to see uh, Kevin Garnett or not Kevin Garnett, um, Kevin Durant, uh, Derrick Rose, something like that, or the star player to play and sit in the bench. You know, you're upset because you're paying 50, 50 for a ticket to see these guys. And the coaches got to upset, you know, and you're kind of upset. It's not special going to these games now. You know, you want to see these key players, you know, play the game or something. But, I mean, you got to look at the coaches, ask, you know, standpoint, and then you got to look at the fans. I mean, who's paying, them? who's paying the money? So we got my guest, John. You there, John? How you doing? What's up? Can you hear me? I can barely hear you. Can we turn up a little cat? I can barely hear you. Can you hear me now, John? Yeah, James? Yeah. Yeah, so what are we talking about today? How you doing, John? I was just, um, I started off talking about the NCAA playoff. You know, everybody got Kentucky. Notre Dame almost gave them a scare. What do you think with Kentucky, John? Well, you know, they, what, they 38 or something, you know, they're pretty good. And their favorite, you know, to take the whole thing. But we know, as you know, as playing sports, anything can happen. That's what I'm saying, you know. But, uh, yeah, but, well, John, what's, what's good about you? Well, I like having you on, like, tell my listeners. You good with numbers, percentage, and all that. So I want to with the NFL start right off that with you because um, you're not allowed to borrow but let's start out with um, um, all these free agents you know the Bears got some guys um, coming in you got Patrick McDonald for the 49ers with these teams that are getting these players are they like trying to fit them in because I see most of them with one year contract John are they trying to just do a one year get the team there and then why they're not doing long term contract well they they learned from uh, Jay Cutler, you know. So now it's like uh, you do it one year and you perform, you get signed to a lower contract. So uh, as an athlete, you look at it like you know they telling them, hey, you do good, you get a, a lower contract, you know, because I know I want I want to have stability, you know, the same. Hey, you know, I'm gonna be here, you know. Don't that kind of bug the athlete a little? Well, uh, yeah, it should bug them, but if you're a good performer, you you know what you got to do to, to get paid. You're gonna do what you got to do. I got a message to you about your Bears. You know, you're a big Bears fan, and every year you talk about. You know, I remember when y'all got Chester's your coach was talking y'all talking about Lovey Smith was a defense. Y'all need an offensive coach. Now y'all got the new coach. Y'all talk about defense. What is it with the Bears? That I mean, just not messing, you know, not the coach for the offense or defense or coach. 
Um, the defense ain't playing the offense. What is it the Bears guys do just become at least a complete team, John? Well, I think now they got some good coaches from defense and uh, offense, offense and head coach. Well, we didn't know too much about Tressman, and our defense coordinator wasn't that good either. Mel Tucker. So I think they now they have like a uh, all star uh, coaching staff. So what you're saying is this year should be the year that, you know, they go or they should improve from last year? Well, I think there's going to be a hell of, hell of a lot of improvement from last year. Yeah, but you know, y'all let go of one of your big-time receivers, Brandon Marshall, and I thought he was a big a leader on y'all team, you know, and you let a leader go like that. Who's going to be the leader on offense? Well, uh, Tristan tried to use the Green Bay Packer philosophy as far as captains on the football team every week. Wish there had been a captain like in Seaman. You know, you're the captain and you're going to stay the captain. That's great. Well, what we're going to do, John, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to ask you about all the other free agents around the NFL. See what you think. Um, actually, we'll keep staying in the North. Let's talk about Minnesota, what they're going to do with their running back and stay where your confidence is. And then we'll linger off to the other conference, like, you know, Seattle, what they got. But this is Dan Love, my guest, John. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. Uh, back with Loving That Sports Talk. to my guest, John. Feel that, John? Yeah. 
Now let's stay with the other guys. You know, um, Minnesota, they had a great team. I mean, they went great last year. Young quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, up and coming. Not a bad season for a rookie. Um, they got their own little problem. I think, you know, they got Adrian Peterson that's sitting off. Uh, John, can you give me your opinion on that? I mean, Adrian's mad as a Minnesota Viking, but if you look at the reports, Minnesota didn't really do nothing to him. He had a match on with his kids. They did what they're supposed to do, you know, just suspend them to over a thing. But he's upset with them. He don't want to play with them. Uh, what's your opinion? If you do play with them, how far they go? If you don't, what would that do for Minnesota in your division? Well, to me, they went 7-9, and nine, you know, and they did, they did that without Asian Peterson. That's still probably, man, I, I mean, good for Minnesota. And just imagine if they did have AP, how far they would be, you know what I'm saying? Because if you remember, when Brett Favre played for them a long time ago and they went pretty far, almost went to the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? And AP, is a, uh, he's a he's a... Uh, a third, what, fourth round back? I mean, he can, I mean, I mean, fourth round, not not fourth round back, but um, a fourth playback, you know, he can go, man, you know, he's a workhorse, and I mean, and he's a good uh, running back, and uh, Minnesota do not want to lose him, you know, and um, I think the best, I mean, the, the, the size for everything is that um, they need to just go and trade him, you know what I'm saying, if they can get a second round for him or whatever, uh, they'll get for him, because, you know, you can't, if a person, don't want to play for you, you know, eventually, you know, it's going south. So, you know, it's best to just let them go, you know, even though they don't want to let them go. Because uh, recently, uh, uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, agent, supposedly met with uh, Mike Zimmer and uh, Rick Stillman, you know, from Minnesota. And uh, he never showed up, you know. So that tells you right in there, it's a lot of bad blood between Adrian Peterson and the Vikings. Yeah, but do you agree with what I said? Like, I mean, Minnesota didn't do nothing wrong with Adrian. Do you think they did those, John? Well, they, they, uh, well, they, uh, put him on the exempt, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have it. I mean, one thing about when a lot of athletes get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? When they fear, fear their team don't have their back and don't support them on certain things, you know, that, you know, that's a lot, that's a lot said, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and he knew he was going to come out with, with roses, but, he don't understand. I mean, a lot of NFL teams ain't gonna support, you know, you know, uh one of their players uh, getting locked up for whooping their child and they ain't gonna condone that, you know what I'm saying? So but I, I think um as we see now is that Adrian Peterson, he filling the Barry Sanders role like, you know, before he sit up here and keep playing, he might just might retire because he don't wanna play for them no more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's looking like. Huh? You, you guys, you're right. You brought something up that um, I want to change the subject just real quick before we get on the package and all like that. Me and you sit back and we talk about, you know, you always tell me, such and such, you know, put me up, you know, tell me about sports, what's going on. You know, I just want to get your opinion. You said something, maybe you want to bring it up before I miss it, but uh, I still want to talk about, you know, the other division with, you know, stuff like that. Oh, John, give me, I mean, just tell me what it is, you know. I, I'm done fine with it, you know. I played the game of sports and all that, but these players are going out and getting in these trouble, trying to sell drugs or trying to do this and getting in these and shooting. What is it, John? Is enough money and enough for these guys, or are they looking for more excitement? What do you think? Well, I think, you know, I think it's like, to me, the social you know, media. A lot of these players just think they they untouchable. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, if you remember a long time ago, uh, 
look at the uh, the cornerback with the uh, when he played with the Cincinnati Bengals. What did he play with? He went right, to the strip club and he threw uh, you know a bunch of singles. It went to his house. Somebody got shot yeah. and and uh, he had to pay uh, a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cornerback, the I forgot the cornerback name, right, but man. um, yeah, Pac Man Jones, yeah. And you can if you can look at a lot of stuff, man. It's like from there. You got Pac-Man Jones. You got uh, a defensive tackle that we had got caught with the guns, Tank Johnson. And, you know, it's just a lot of these players. Then you look at Cincinnati, the receiver that uh, jumped on his girlfriend car and he fell. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think a lot of, you know, I just don't understand it, man. You know, it, you know they, they think they can be untouchable. And they, and they want to be something that they're really not, you know. And they understand it's a... It's, uh, it's a blessing to be an athlete and get paid much money if they get paid. But, but look at this, John. You know, I, I was just shook my head when you told me the guy for Green Bay, he's going up for contact. Everybody gave him a big contact, but he's doing this. I mean, isn't it is the money? it got to be about the money, right? Because Yeah, he just, uh, the guy that we talked about is uh, Guillen. He's a defensive tackle for Green Bay. They signed him for a one-year contract last year. And he just uh, beat the case on that uh, getting caught with the guns and the uh, marijuana. And the Green Bay just signed him for uh, $3 million, a one-year contract with incentives recently, like a couple of days ago. And oh, they, they signed, did? Uh, yeah, they signed him back. When they signed uh, the NFL tackle, uh, uh, B.J. Raji, they signed him too. You know, so they, uh, I guess the guy didn't get convicted of the case or whatever. So, um they uh, just signed a Green Bay just uh, signed into a three year uh, signed into a one year three million dollar contract. Let's go back to the one guy for the Bears, John, that came from Dallas, the receiver from y'all. Remember what was his name? Oh yeah, the you guy, know? the guy. Oh man, I forgot the guy name. He uh, some of the guy that uh, he wanted to um, he wanted to be a drug dealer. Yeah. And uh, he uh, tried to buy a key of cocaine from this guy from the. Uh, from the police, and he didn't know there was po- police. And he met him downtown, so where it's supposed to buy a key of cocaine, and found out that the guy was the police, and it was the FBI, and he wanted to be a drug dealer. And you know, uh, you know, I just don't understand it, man. You know, people should be blessed when you have the uh, opportunity to play in the NFL and you make a big money like that. And, and I think, I think it's they try to be something by some some uh, an image that they really can't be. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, because why were you making, uh, you a football player and you making tons of money, why would you want to be a drug dealer? That's, that's stupid to me. I mean, I think a lot of, I think the NFL should, uh, uh, they should get uh, more into counseling. A lot of the players, as far as, you know, come into the draft. And I, I know they have some counselors that as far as make them, to make better decisions for them and everything, you know, as far as their money, you know, what to watch out for and, you know stuff like that because I it just don't it just it baffles me is about the decisions they make you know it, it, I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. look at it, you look at it saying it's about money. They got all the money and all like that. So, what are you trying to get? You know, I don't, I don't. I, don't, get it. I think it's the I don't know if it's the prestige or the rep. I think it's a rep because I look at Pac Man Jones last year. He was been fighting that case for a long time. Now he had to pay the uh, the people family that the person got killed. He got to pay them seven million dollars, Jim, and mm. and 
he don't make that much for Cincinnati. He probably making what what two mil or probably one mil a year or one point you know mil a year with Cincinnati. He got to pay them seven million dollars, man. Mm. But you know he should be blessed that he's still around in the league. That you know Cincinnati still taking a chance on him. Yeah, I just don't, I mean, I just see that, and I'm like, man, these guys, I mean, they have it all, John, the car, the money to go, and, you know, and, and you try to get yeah, more, now. you're not broke, yeah. you know? Yeah, but they, they need to make better decisions, because look at a lot of these NFL players, man, that uh, make this big money, then so, for so, then after so many years they play the game, they're broke, you know what I'm saying? You know, want to buy the jewelry, or $200,000 jewelry, the house, and all that, and, you know? I don't understand so, it, you know. So I just had to ask you that. But let's get back to what I'm going to vision. Why is it every year, I mean, Green Bay, they don't get no big signing people to come and, you know, like this big name, and they just had a record, and they still be winning. You guys cannot beat Green Bay. What is it, John? Well, well, basically, you know, the NFC North, you know what I'm saying, I don't care what nobody says. I think it's one of the best divisions in the league. You know, a lot of people say it's the NFC East, which I don't understand. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? If you look at if you look at the division, and we cannot, the reason why we cannot beat him, because when we make a lot of mistakes, all right, Jay Cutler, every time he played Green Bay, he thought probably about what? But two interceptions and turn the ball over three times, you know what I'm saying? But I think with John Fox now, they're going to run the ball more, you know what I'm saying? But one thing about Green Bay is, you know, they, um, they, uh, one thing about them, they, they don't go out and spend a lot of money on big free agents. They still deal with a lot of their, their draft picks, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, they, they spent, last time they spent some money on a big free agent was, uh, Julius Peppers. You know, they still have him for a minute, you know? And they just got a good quarterback, and they just try to make good uh, key decisions. Because if you if you remember, you know uh, Ted Thompson, he been he been in the game a long time ago. You know, five general manager for uh, Green Bay, and Mike McCartney, he's a good coach. He in his tenth season with the Packers. You know, and they just like every year, man. They they know how to win. They know how to win, uh-huh. and they uh you know like uh Ha Ha Clinton Dix, he he did pretty good, you know. You know, he he played pretty good. And uh, what I was surprised that they signed a uh, receiver back. You know, what do you think about these coaches, you know, being a general manager? you think that's good? But I think that's too much duty on them because if a coach to bring in who they want to join, that means that's their team? Or what do you think of that? Because is, is Green Bay coach the general manager over there? No, he's not the general manager. Ted Thompson's the general manager. I think that's too much. If we if we know that from the past with Mike Shanahan and all these other head coaches in the past that had all that uh, that that uh, you know you know responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it doesn't work. And just like Chip uh, Kelly, you know, they give him a lot of responsibilities, and it ain't gonna work. You know, it ain't gonna never work. You know, when you get the head coach to, to, to try to be a general manager too, that's too much. Like Lovey Smith. One thing about Lovey Smith is she got the the final say about his roster. You know what I'm saying? That's about the only thing he have, as far as you know, over the team or whatever. But as far as responsibility as general manager, that's that's too much. That's absolutely too much. And uh, I think um, that's too much, man. It ain't gonna work. If, if it's past and taught us something, this is not gonna work. It never worked. I know. As I say, you know, the McCaskey, the owner of the Bears. 
they felt we got to beat Green Bay. You know, that's all they wanted to be Green. Do you see them beating them twice this year or maybe splitting? I, honestly, Jim, I, I see, uh, I see as this, I just, how much they're spending money and, and how they portraying the team in this defense they got. I can see they might, they might split, man. I mean, the defense they got going out, three, four defenses. I mean, uh, if we, if you, one thing that Kyle can tell was that San Francisco, you know, they, they always had a good defense, you know. And, uh, and and the players that they're getting now is they they are restarting over and again with a lot of best players and Mel Tucker was was never a good defensive head coach, you know when he uh, was defensive coordinator for Jacksonville Jaguars they was they had one good season and after that they went downhill and everything like that and another thing about the Bears is that that um John Fox is putting in that no player cannot be on the radio show or be on. A TV show or do no sports shows, and that's what Brandon Marshall didn't like. So you know, he said he wanted to be still be on the inside NFL, and so well, the Bears said, you know, you can't do it. So they that's what they traded him. It wasn't based on money, man. It was based on you know, is he gonna come to work every day? And you know, Brandon Marshall wanted his way that like on Tuesday, uh, Sunday, he cannot fly out to. To um, New York and do the show Monday and Mark Tristman. That's what probably was his downfall. Is when you let uh, a lot of players do what they want to do. He let uh, Brandon Marshall do his show. He didn't let Lance Briggs go over in uh, in uh, California to to uh, promote his restaurant. You know, and you ain't got no you ain't got leadership inside the locker room. You know, we got to take a break. We'll just come back. I got, I'm different with you about that because I don't see how that will affect you. You played on Sunday, game over. What's wrong with going on Monday and do a show, John? That ain't got nothing to do with well, you playing. Well, 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 you still get paid just like uh, some uh, some clubs, you know, as you sign a contract, there's certain things that you're supposed to do. Look with, look with, uh, look with um, what's his name, uh, Brady. Now, he yep. just showed a picture on Twitter and he jumped off the cliff in the water. You think New England Patriots wanted to do that, man? Come on, man. You know? Yeah. He had a lot of flack. He had a lot of flack about that. A lot of the fans was mad about him doing that, man. Jumping off the cliff in the water? Come on, man. John, that's a whole lot different with putting some earphones on your ear and talking about a show. Yeah, out. but we want to concentrate on the game at hand, man. I mean, just like, all right, just like you, now, it's like insurance. Are you going to, uh, you're going to insure a person that got eight DUIs and he don't have no driver's license. Are you going to insure him? No. Oh, baby, well, there you go. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's about investment, man. It's about money, man. It's about investment. We know NFL always been about investments, man. They're going to, check, they're going to protect their investment. Well, John, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about um, one of your signees that y'all got that was in problems, you know, got his little part of the league. See what you think. And then we're going to talk about um, the other thing. So this is it. Love my guest, John. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And back with the show, my guest, John. Didn't leave me, this is John. No, I didn't leave you yet, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, John, y'all just picked up a player, you know, all these players with that little domestic thing that came out, and this and that was a big thing with Ray Rice, and, and a lot of players got in trouble with all, you know, and y'all just picked up Patrick McDonald for the, from the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers. How do you think that's going to fare out with, you know, the Bears? I mean, y'all got y'all a problem, child. You know, uh, what do you think? You know, he's gonna. I mean, do you look at the off, um, off-field incident, or do you just look at the off-field what they do, or look at the player as a whole? What do you do? Well, everybody changed, Jim. I mean, everybody's so. Uh, I mean, I understand. You know, this is wife and everything, and you know, she filed a charge, and and they're gonna go through court procedures, and nine times out of ten, she's not gonna. She's gonna say that he didn't do it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that's uh, they're together. That's that's their part of their money. She don't want to lose that. But you know, you got to go way back to you know a lot of this stuff started to look at look at Ray Lewis a long time ago. Played for Cleveland Browns. All right, he was at the club, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the guy got murdered, and you know everybody, you know, should get a second chance. You know, look at Ray Lewis, a murder, and they tried to convict him. Of, you know, I mean. I believe in, you know, uh, innocent to proven guilty. You know, that's what the law based on. I mean, we can sit up and charge a person for something, but if they're innocent, they're innocent. If the law said they're innocent, then they're innocent. I mean, I don't understand it. What's the big problem? I mean, a lot of these sports guys, you know, athletes, they get in trouble, and all of a sudden when they get in trouble, the first thing, the media and everybody thinking they did it. You You know, you don't know. We never know, you know what I'm saying? 
You what we what wasn't there. You mm-hmm. said, if, well, you know, there's two sides. You're right. And I, and I think a lot goes on. And, and the players, you know, like get to bulk up because their name is in the media more than the fiancé or the wife. I understand that. And then you got to look at, you know, what they provoke. But are you saying if they're innocent, it's okay, give them a second chance? But what if they're guilty? I mean, would you sign Ray Rice with the Bears? You know what? I is Ray Rice is with the Bears. If he's guilty, no, I wouldn't sign him because you have to deal with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of groups. You know what I'm saying? Women rights, live, and you know domestic violence and all that. I mean, you know, but you know the the fact of the matter is, a lot of people ain't gonna touch him. Because they ain't got time to deal with the protesters, the groups, and, you know, and stuff like that. So who want to deal with the headache, you know? And the problem that lied in the uh, in the uh, case of, of Ray Rice is that he, he already told NFL knew about it and the Baltimore Ravens knew about it. And now all of a sudden, you know, it came out, they did an investigation on it. You know, they knew already and they didn't want to do nothing about it, but then they tried to cover it up, you know? And Baltimore just had to pay him uh, some uh, uh, a buyout on the contract or something recently, you know. But I, I think uh, something like that, you don't want a person like Ray Rice on your team because it's just so much. Uh, you you lose you lose a lot of money. You know you can't sit up here uh, have a person like that on your team because a lot of protests. You know. Me at the training camps, uh, you lose money as far as people buying tickets and stuff like that. You don't want Ray Rice because why? Because he was guilty because a lot of people go to jail and come out and get a second chance. Ray Rice, though, he did look at Michael Vick. Michael Vick went to jail, they gave him a second chance. So, what's different with Ray, John? Well, well, difference with Ray Rice and Mike Vick is we never seen. Mike Vick right there with the dogs fighting. We going on hearsay with his cousin. Now, Ray Rice, it's a big old video, look like a movie. We can see that right then and there, you know. Now, the difference between that is is, is, is proof, you know. Proof and, and non-proof. We, we going on hearsay and we going on the video. Ray Rice is a video. He smacked the girl down in, the, in, the, in the elevator. It's right there in black and white. Now, Vic, we going on hearsay. He gave his he gave his uh, cousin some money to buy some dogs. His cousin was having these dog fights and all that. We 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 don't know what transpired, what went on between him and his cousin. We going on hearsay that his cousin got caught. Then he, he linked, uh, even though that he was staying at uh, Mike Vic's house and everything. But when they, I mean, it's right there in front of your face. It's different. It's like the McDonald. We don't know the whole situation, but. You know, we all right. He got arrested for um, I if they had a domestic problem long t- uh, about a year or so ago, I guess when his wife pulled a pistol on him a long time ago, and they've been having a lot of domestic problems since then. You know, and uh, but he never got convicted of it. You know, you know they going on he going on that he got locked up and she filed charges. But one thing about those charges, they are gonna try to try to subpoena her to court. But now it's all that ten. All she gonna do is she can deny it. All right, now she deny it, and and the case is over with. Well, you should get a, get a, be given a second chance, you know. 
Yeah, but I ain't going to plead guilty to something that I didn't do. Come on, Mike. Right. Right. right, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you innocent to proven guilty. Everybody quick to pass judgment on we don't go something that we don't even know. Oh well, you know he's he's a problem to the team, and you know, and this, this, and that, and this, and that. All right, what about Ray Lewis? What about when he went on party and the dude got killed? You know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden, you know, everybody forgot about that. You know, you you know, it, it's a lot of factors come into play. You know, it, did it happen? Uh, you know, uh, trial and uh, it, 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 and the man hasn't been convicted of the crime yet, and he's still fighting it. But everybody quick to say he did it. You know. I mean, if he not if he hasn't been uh, found guilty of it, then why we could if the if the courts haven't found him guilty of it already, why are we so quick to judge to find him guilty of something that he hasn't been found guilty of already? Yeah, I agree, but I mean, we are pretty guilty of something. I do forget that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Um, Am I right? Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Like, uh, uh, what else? Uh, I give it to you uh, now. Notre Dame, uh, uh, I forgot the head coach. Notre Dame College, right? They have this young receiver. He's, um, he's a young receiver, and uh, he's messing with this, uh, he's messing with this porno star, you know? Mm-hmm. He invited him to Nick gangs and everything like that and stuff like that. And she's crazy about him. He's 19 years old. She was a porno star, you know, and uh, the uh, coach told him, uh, I think the coach tried to kick him off the team or something. I'm not for sure. But um, now, he's 19 years old. He don't need to be messing with no porno star at 19 years old. He's going to college and a freshman receiver, you know. And she, she, she got taking pictures of him and her in the bed and stuff like that. I think her name is uh, Leanne. She's a porn star, and she was messing with a, a freshman wide receiver from Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. And I'm not for sure. Yeah, I'm not for sure. Um, uh, yeah, her name is Leanne. She's a porn star. She was messing with a freshman wide receiver from Notre Dame, and she paid for uh, tickets to the Knicks game, and she took pictures of them on Twitter or Instagram of them naked and stuff like that. And so uh, I think uh, the head coach either – Kicked them off the team or um, suspended from uh, suspended some games from you know. Wow, but isn't that his yeah. personal life, guy? Why are we in his personal life? You know, that's like everybody talking about Tiger Woods. That's his personal life. What we care, we care about him playing golf, right? Well, we well we know how media is, man. Media is uh, media is about money, man. You know, anything they can put some dirt on, they want to get paid for it. So. I mean, you know, it will. When you Tiger Woods and you these pro athletes, you got to make better example for kids and people that's watching you, man. You're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be less up under the eye of the media. You're supposed to be doing this, and doing that, you know, because you got these fans out here that you know they crystallize you, moralize you as as man the, the greatest, you know. And look at look at Carolina Panthers. A little 10-year-old, I think a 10-year-old in sixth grade or something, you know, he, he uh, wrote a letter talking about um, Cam Newton. You know, he was like, you know, why are you trying to run? He wrote a letter talking about why are you trying to run like a running back and, you know, the team is not doing good. I mean, a 10-year-old guy, man, I mean, this on the ESPN, there was on the ESPN just dogging Cam Newton, you know, 
y'all not winning no games. I'm tired of you running like a running back, and you should pass more and be a good quarterback. And then he's going to say, at the end of the letter, the, the, the 10-year-old guy is going to say, well, uh, you know what, Cam, it's just not only you. The whole team is just not not good. The whole team has just been losing, so I can't blame you. Yeah, 10-year-old guy just reading Cam News the right act, man. He wrote the letter a couple of days ago. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on. Uh, it was on the ESPN. He was reading the riot act, man. He was just like, you know, you know, you should do better than this and this and that. You know, Cam, and you know, yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, but John, we gotta take another break. We'll come back for our last segment. I'm gonna get your uh, input on this. Um, who you think gonna come out of the NFC East? You talk about it's not the hardest, but you got Dallas, Philly, and I want to get your opinion on what Chip Kelly's doing. Everybody talking about his ratio. Right. You're getting all these players of the ratio. Stephen A. Jackson said right. that. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving Sports Talk and always great show, great guests. But John, we're almost at the end, y'all. John, you know, I can't mm-hmm. get off the line without you talking about my Eagles. I'm almost about ready to get rid of these Eagles, man. Every year they do something stupid, you know? Well, uh, you, you shouldn't. You should have been a guy with them a long time ago. You know, when, when, we, when we knew that they drafted you, they really wasn't going to be no good no way. So it's been like a disease since then, so. Hey, I'm just glad I go to the Bears. That's what been. I was set out, John. What that tell you? Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. But, John, I mean, Chip Kelly, I mean, he gives me a sound coin, best running back. You bring in, uh, I mean, what is it? Everybody's like, it's all Oregon players. You trying to make it an Oregon team? I mean, you know, that 
Oregon style offense, I mean, college game ain't going to work in the NFL every year. Am I right? Yeah. You know, well, Jim, what, what past has shown us is that um, every college coach comes from college and they come in and try to do their college plays. It is not going to work, you know. It's, not, it's, not, it's never going to work. I mean, look at uh, the college coach from Alabama. He came in and tried to coach Miami. It's just, it's just not going to work, you know. And what Chip Kelly's doing, he's trying to, you know, he wants to get people who's familiar with his offense. So, and it's not a racial thing or nothing like that. And, you know, they give him too much um, leeway to play with. And what he's eventually going to do, he's on a hot seat. You know, he, uh, look today, he's on the hot seat. And uh, every year that he's been there, he got him like 10 wins. You know, that's pretty good. He's in his, I think he's in his third season. And, um, well, you got to give him credit. I mean, you get 10 wins at, for two years he's been in there, that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good numbers. You know, like uh, Jim Harbaugh when he played for San Francisco. I mean, still pretty good numbers, but he's trying to, you know, he's trying to set everything up. He's not going to start Sam Bradford. Come on, how are you going to start Sam Bradford playing for the Rams? And he's been hurt all the time. So, so Sam Bradford just like an um, injury away from football anyway. I hate to say it. You know, hope he's unhealed and everything, but, you know, he's going to try to go for uh, uh, Marcus Mariota. We know that. Yeah, you talk about every college still don't work. Look at Pete Carroll. Work for him over there, John. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, we goes back to you know, we talked a minute ago about he got so much input, you know, on the game. But Jim, if hands down, know that they got a they're pretty quarterback is pretty good. He's okay, but Jim, that running back they got is a beast. He's been in the beast mode for a long time when he played for Buffalo, you know, and um, well, well, uh, well, some college coaches can be successful. I mean, look, look, uh, Jim Harbaugh come from Stanford. All right, um, all right, uh, you know, PKL come from USC. I mean, they can be successful, you know. And um, but uh, I think uh, what Chip Kelly doing, he's he just stacking his chips, and he's going to make his move on Marcus Mariota. You know, uh, Nick Foles was a good quarterback. I don't know how you let a person like that go like that, but uh, I guess he wasn't satisfied with Nick Foles. He won this. He won this Oregon. Quarterback who knew how to run his Oregon uh, rules. I mean, I think um, before uh, Chip Kelly went to Oregon, he played for UTEP. I think Utah uh, College or something like that, oh, and they definitely. ran that spread, that spread offense. You know, the spread offense like four or five receivers, and you know, the uh, fake to the fake to the fullback and give it to the receiver. Uh, you know, the spread offense that take the hurry up offense and. Um, you know, we we gonna see. We gonna see. I mean, we got the uh, draft coming up in Chicago. Glad it's not in Philadelphia, thank God. But uh, we got the draft coming up in Chicago, and uh, we gonna see what uh what move uh, they're gonna make. You know, we gonna see what move they're gonna make. Philadelphia gonna make. Nah, but would you got rid of Sean McCoy? Nah, I wouldn't have got rid of Sean McCoy. You know, for uh, what they got for him. I mean, you get rid of Sean McCoy. And uh, you get uh, the Dallas quarterback, you know. But well, you know, a lot of the players on uh, Philadelphia was complaining about the uh, Chip Kelly running too much too. Yeah, he really runs them too much, and they get they run too much at the practices and everything like that. And um, you know, so they, uh, I mean, on the draft board, they 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 got shot guys. Uh, 
y'all 20th on the draft board, and it's, it's talking about uh, y'all might get the safety from Alabama. But I, I think um, I think you're going to trade up and try to grab uh, Marcus Mariota because uh, they, they got Marcus Mariota going to Tennessee. You know, but I, I think if he ain't making um, – I think uh, Marcus Mariota is going to be gone after the uh, second pick. You know, you think he's going that early? Yeah, I think he's going to. I think that James Winston is going to go to Tampa Bay, and uh, Marcus Mariota is going to go to Tennessee. Because I don't, I don't see uh, you know Tennessee. But then Tennessee got a good quarterback, but you know, it's about draft. Once drafted, what's good on the board nowadays, man? I mean, and then what times tell us too is you know when you draft a. A good quarterback, you know, they don't do too good. Look, look at the Jets. They quarterback. He, I mean, look at Buffalo. He, he you know, manual guy. And look at uh, the Jets quarterback. Uh, the only good quarterback, RG3, he's not doing too good. I mean, only quarterback I've seen is doing pretty good is, is Lux. Yeah, but they have uh, hmm? You see Jameson going for Marietta? Yeah, I, I see. He's the, he's the only quarterback that uh, the pro style quarterback. They got him. Uh, they, they say he. Um, they say he. Uh, he runs like uh, he. He passed the ball like uh, Philip Rivers, and he runs like uh, he like he runs like uh, he got the built like the, uh, the Pittsburgh quarterback, uh, Rossenberger, You know, uh, and they say yeah, he, and it's, yeah. it's pro day. Yeah. Huh? He's a problem child. Who's that? Winston, Jerry Winston, he's a problem. Oh well, see, I mean, all right. So you telling me that? Uh, so I mean, Jim, we went to college. You did some crazy stuff in college, right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now the crazy stuff that you did in college, you didn't get caught, right? Yeah. Right. You got caught. No, but I was in the Heisman Trophy winner where everybody looking at me, you know. Yeah, but if you was in the national, if your college you went to, and y'all was the national champions, and uh, you know, of course, you know, people gonna put the microscope at you if you were like a national championship team. You know, you right. made dumb mistakes. I mean, I mean, we all made dumb mistakes over in the past. I mean, but it's always opportunity out there for change. I mean. Yeah. We take a look at these first round picks. That uh, look at uh, Ryan Leaf, man. All right, he didn't do no good. He didn't do bad in college. He was the first round pick. Look at who would believe he comes out to be a a heroin addict and he's uh, breaking in the house. He was the first yeah. round pick. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, Ryan Leaf, he was a bust. Yeah. Look at uh, Tony yeah. Mandris. Tony Mandris uh, that, that played with the Packers. Who steroids? I mean. You never know, man. I mean, yeah, you, you right. never know. That is true. I mean, it's like to me, the first round picks nowadays is the the, the third and fourth round picks is better than the, than the second and first round picks. Real quick, John, before we have to go, what do you think Johnny Manziel going to do? Johnny uh, Manziel is is. He's overweight, man. He uh, he tried to change his image. He partied too much, and uh, Cleveland's just tired of him, man. I think they're gonna when he get out and everything. I think they might just dump him. He's gonna be like a Tim Tebow, you know. <laughs> you know, Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland, uh, they're tired of him, man. Cleveland want a quarterback, 
you know, to Johnny Manziel to change his image, you know, doing all that party and all that stuff when he should have been uh, paying attention to the playbook and everything. You know, and I think when, when they, he come out of rehab or whatever, I think Cleveland's going to dump him. And Cleveland have every way to dump him, you know. Because the uh, Cleveland uh, Browns, they just uh, got suspended. I mean, he got suspended. The uh, general manager, Ray Farmer, just got suspended for uh, doing text messages uh, uh, during the game. And then the uh, Atlanta Falcons just uh, got suspended. They didn't have to give up their fifth-round pick in 2016 for having fake crowd noise, you know. So, you know, Cleveland's under Cleveland football team is like this and this way anyway, man. I mean, from the owner, you know, being uh, doing fraudulent stuff with the uh, truck stop. So it's like in this way, man. I mean, but Johnny Manziel, it's just a matter of time. John, he's going to be gone. We got 30 seconds. Why all these other teams get in trouble, but New England never get in trouble, John? Come on. Tell me why. Well, you know, you know, that's the, uh, you know, that's the uh, commissioner's, uh, that's his buddy, you know, Robert Kraft. Uh, Kraft is his buddy. He never looked out for him. Well, they're saying that uh, they're doing an investigation now for that uh, ball deflate, and uh, they're going to come out with it. You know, I don't know why they didn't come out with it already, but we're going to see. Well, you know how it is, man. I mean, right. Robert Kraft, you know, got uh, the commissioner. You know, they did well, probably uh, golf buddies. He was the the show, but thanks again, John. We're on the show, man. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. All right, bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 